Are you new to Canada? Not a big fan of the snow after all. Having trouble finding a job? Can't afford to buy a house? Rent's out of reach? Life is so crappy here in Canada you can't even afford to buy a condo, right pal? Who the heck is talking? We can help! Who the heck is we? can help you. Welcome to Tent City, where we can help you with all of your tent needs. From purchases to rentals to mobile repairs, we've got something for any budget. We even offer 0% interest and zero down financing. Come on down to Tent City, where we've got you covered. Drum roll. Oh, Thank you to the new sponsor, Tent City. Wow, Thank I can't believe so it. We're so honored. Uh, we know that you're supporting uh, foreign students everywhere on our streets. <laughs> uh, we just we just really appreciate your support for the show. And if you guys idea. are looking to sponsor the show, uh, you know, reach out to our PR team at uh, PR at CRES.com. Thanks, there guys. You go. Yeah, TK. But they stole your your idea, the mobile tent repair service there, which no, I think what? is genius. But those... I got I got shares in the company. Oh, okay. Oh, that's how we got the sponsor. Okay, that so makes sense. Holy cow! It's it's getting cold out there though. What are all these people in tents gonna do? I mean, I keep saying this, but um, like, have you looked underneath the Rosedale Valley Bridge lately? Uh, not lately. Just hasn't like you know I haven't gotten to that point it's yet. A, budding community but um you know I, I suggest probably if i'm going to pitch a tent do it to one of the houses that are on fire like it's that warmer, would be pretty warm right? yeah it's like in the warmer. winter time i would say that that would be warmer than a place where there is no house on fire you'd think that it could be done in a way where it looks like maybe a homeless person was like living there you know maybe smoked a cigarette or something and like right fell asleep electrical fire you know, you know what i mean like isn't there like a website where you could google like how to start an electrical fire in your house that will destroy all the evidence i'm sure but there's like, a website like that and really VPN like before you search that term but everybody seems to be going with you know hiring some dumb kids with uh cherry cans of gas and just lighting the place on fire like brazenly now yeah. It's funny because why me? We're, so why me? In case yeah, in case people don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about this thirteen point eight million dollar home that spontaneously caught fire with four. Uh, I don't know why they were targeting my house. Yeah, I mean, why me? I mean, why me? Of all the houses, this the one that I got on the market that I can't sell right now. I mean, geez, why but wouldn't like, they go and risk their? freedom to go burn down one of my neighbor's houses with with it's, people inside it's a mystery no to most hurt, people though tk because like it's happening a lot lately and 
you know, why would somebody burn down their own house? I mean, it just doesn't this, make <clears throat> any sense. Well, this one was already complete. Yeah, and it's not yeah. actually his house, but he, he if you saw the interview, I mean, he's he's visibly torn up by the incident. But TK, because this is such an important story and I find it so fascinating and I think I've dug deep into the story and figured out why this happened. Okay. And it took a lot of digging, a lot of digging. I, I'm going to break I, our our rule, which is okay. really not our rule, but I'm going to break the editor's rule and I'm going to share my screen today. And oh, I, I hate doing we it. We haven't done that for a long time. No, because it's a real pain in the butt. So add it after mm. this is the uh, house in question, TK, and it is beautiful. But uh, Gina, this a, is so like she posted so on like Twitter out right? there. You're you're so this is violating their privacy. It's it's uh it's it's kind of crazy the whole story. But this guy here, he yeah, uh, you see that? Look at that. Yeah, this is crazy. Here, I'm going to start again. I think I can put sound on here. Can you hear it? Reza Abzad owns a newly constructed home. He yeah. The security video. Look, these guys Look I mean, <clears throat> just to do some cleanup damage here, because uh, remember that email address, guys, PR at CRES.com. Yeah, they're emailing me right now and they're saying uh, TK cleanup. So this guy could be totally 100% unaware that his house was burned down. It's possible it's that possible. he has nothing to do with it. It's possible that uh, he is in shock and this has caused him great uh, 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 grief and that uh, his life will be affected, and then our hearts do go out to him. Sure, just, just put that out there in case that's the the the, the yeah you know the but way like more is. than likely he had something to do with it. But, but like, either way, how know? do you build a house for this yeah. long, own a property, and not realize that the owner beside you has a camera right here? Um, yeah, not, no, not I that think that, that matters. Was, because yeah, I think he masks didn't do and all anything, that stuff. It's right? like no didn't, big deal. He didn't do anything. No, he didn't no. do owner, anything. The so owner definitely really is not one of those four guys. So, but through my digging, we find. Oh that my gosh, Daryl, this realtor. is realtor. He's okay, but putting he's his face realtor. out there. I'm sure he's a great realtor. I'm sure he's a I great person. I didn't put his face out there. His face. I'm sure is he's a great out person. There. Bottom line is, it's just more signs of a stressed economy, a stressed uh, real estate market. Um, whether it's uh, completely random acts of arson. I mean, think about it. There's a lot of people out there who get their cars stolen. And I'm sure there's some people out there whose maybe payments are getting a little bit too heavy. And so they decide to park their car on their driveway, which they know is a risk because it's a highly sought after vehicle. And then their car gets stolen and insurance takes care of it. And they go, whew, I don't have to make that payment anymore. So, I mean, basically what, you know, could happen if somebody's payments are, you know, getting too stressful for them for their home is they could just, you know, park their house in a really nice neighborhood with nobody inside and, you know, put in the listing that it's vacant and that high, you know, the materials are highly uh, combustible and that, you know, maybe someone will just come and burn it. Right. Like that's a, that's a plausible scenario. I suppose it's a plausible scenario that a, a group of banditos dressed in black would come and, <clears throat> You know, with cherry cans. I know what we can do. And then we can buy the land after, after the house sells and the guy gets the insurance money. We can buy the land off him for, for a discount. He's on the dollar. Let's man. go and Let's burn his house down. Hey. Okay. Great idea. This is such a great scam. I'm serious. Look at this house, though, TK. It's crazy. It's a heck of a house. It's that a heck probably of a house. has a huge monthly payment. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, yeah. Okay. You see this? This is yeah. looking into the underground parking garage which you need to make sure that your cars haven't been attention. stolen 
Yeah. You know, this thing's got an underground parking garage. It's it's a it's a beautiful house. Yeah. But it was listed for 13.8 million. And you yeah. know, while doing some digging, he bought the property for like 3.5 a few years ago. Which, buddy, what the hell took you so long to build this thing? Anyways, it's not that great. Um, if you do a little digging, TK, you'll find that like Nothing has really sold anywhere close to 13.8 million in this area ever, like ever. And yeah. you'll see uh, something here sold for 7.745 million. Okay. And this ago. is recently, 27 yeah. days ago, right? And it's a beautiful a little bit house older as house, well. but still nice. Yeah. Listen, if it's 13.8 or this one for 7.7 seven, seven or whatever. I'm taking the 7.7 seven, seven all day. I think I'm taking this one for 7.7 seven, seven any day of the week. You want to go halvesies? I don't. You want to go Dutch? I, I I don't know what Dutch means, but I don't. You, you can live in one side of the house and my family will live in the next, other side of the house beautiful house then right tk like just a beautiful house and then so if you do a little bit more digging right and you just kind of look around you'll see there's another house around the corner that's listed for 8.7 and it's yeah. also pretty decent it's been on the market for 135 days though which is mm -hmm. not so great so it just it's right? fresh it's a new listing it's fairly fresh and i mean it's it's I'm I trying to get a little. So dated. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are we inferring here? Hold on. So he's over. Oh, he's on. overpriced. He's overpriced. He's over. He bought it for three. Right? It didn't cost him ten million to make it. What What did this guy? What did this person have into the home? What was the mortgage amount? Why is it that you know he wanted to ask so much money? Was it worth that much money? Are there any buyers out there who would pay that much money? If oh. if this was self-induced, why would it make sense to do that? I don't really know. I'm not well, really buying on. the story. So you know? so let's let's take... the story's not that clear, Daryl. What did you well, dig into? Add what some, did you dig let's into? just add some assumptions into it, like cost of building this giant house with an underground parking garage and heated driveways and like top yeah. of the line, absolutely everything. Okay, like this thing must have cost the guy. Um, let's do some quick math here. Let's just 10,000 square feet for argument's square sake. foot. Yeah, which is that's cheap. Five, okay, that's and five I think million. it's too big. So let's say 8,000 square feet times like 700 bucks a foot. So another, let's say five plus million dollars on top of the three five that he paid in 2020. So now, generally, loans. I don't know. Maybe the guy brought cash from somewhere somehow, or maybe he's levered and paying interest. I think one way or another, though, there's interest involved to somebody somewhere. So there's there's carrying costs, right? There's development yeah. costs. And then there's it's probably more than that 750 a foot because I'm looking at the building we're building we're looking at those kind of numbers right now and this is just one house like there's no economies of scale at all over there right yeah. so anyways the point is is 3.5 plus three years plus construction is like nine ten million dollars and this guy's looking around watching his neighbors all sell like in the sevens or can't sell in the eights. And he's sitting there at 13, eight thinking, Oh, I'm a genius. Somebody's going to come in and lowball me at 11 and I'll do okay. But what's happening is nobody is biting at all. And mm -hmm. everybody around him is 
delisting their their houses and he's like okay um, we need I got a theory. plan b i got a theory you have a theory <clears throat> we got a theory here okay well if you do get um if your house burns down and your insurance company decides to uh pay you for the replacement cost of the home right you would have an option to sell the lot afterwards right you and would have money. okay but right? what happens with insurance in this scenario? Like what happens? Oh, well, let's just pretend this is not the scenario because definitely that guy is innocent and that guy this is, is an unfortunate accident. Sure. And 100 yeah. percent I I feel bad for him and I hope everybody's random safe. Act especially the of neighbors. Violence. Yeah. But random in, in 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 another scenario, if your house burns down and the insurance company uh yeah. pays you, so now you just spend you can go to your insurance company and says, I just spent eight million dollars on this house. I just right. spent, here's the receipt. That's the value. Here's all the cost. What about my, you know, I got I need shelter. I need to have other replacement mm. costs. All these other things that I had in there that may Those or may not have been Those four cars were in the Those the, four cars were all garage, there. Right? I need you to give me back that money because that's what was insured. I can prove to you this is what my insurance policy covered. Right? right, and those right. guys—I mean, those arsonists—they're out there. We got them on CP24. You can see them on the cameras. My yeah, neighbor had we're cameras. Get so them. We know it's not me. You can see yeah. the—you know—what I look like and what they look like. It's not me. It's quite apparent. And, and uh, just again, totally random. This is like a fake story right now. This is not yeah. that guy. Now my insurance company gives me my eight million dollars back. I go, whew, dodged a bullet there. That was and when you sell the lot, one. which if I bought that lot and just like, I'll just use a random date, right? 2020. If I bought a lot and I'll just use a random price for random a random price. street. Yeah. 3.5 million. 3.5. Sometimes going to say that. Sometimes <laughs> around now in 2023, that yeah. land value might actually have gone up a little bit. Right. Right. And in so a, instead in of me. That didn't tank. Yeah. And instead of me selling my home that I'm in, let's call it 13 million on just random numbers again that I have to sell for nine and I lose 4 million. Instead, the insurance gives me my money back. I sell the lot. I recuperate some of my losses. Maybe I lose a little bit and I move on with life. And, uh, you know, I buy I buy some new vehicles. But again, that Genius. guy for sure, 100%. That's not what he did. Genius. I can tell by the way that that interview, how he was outside the house, willing to talk to the news. And sad, Like that with his sunglasses angry. on. For sure, 100%. He's a victim in this crime. And, for sure. Uh, hopefully his family and everybody's safe so here so, let's pretend move you're no but let's pretend you're interviewing me and it happened to the house that i just built for that much money and needed right. to sell so desperately sir 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 we um we see that your house is on fire and that it's vacant and none of your family was inside Please tell us what happened. Are you okay? Is everything fine? It's the fucking who, immigrants. Okay. We're think? letting in way too many fucking people. And now who? they're ruining my life. And now that it's affecting me, I need answers. Why me? Why me of all people, TK? I don't understand. What, what the fuck is going on here? What kind of country can we live in where this is allowed to happen? Sir, I I just heard we just just in Tent City is having a sale, and that you and your family can actually get Thank all your Tent God. City needs down there, so that you guys will not be out in the cold this winter. Thank God. Yeah. All right, what else do we got going on? TK, I think people should probably take this opportunity to subscribe to the channel. We're so close to six thousand, although we really should have like six million followers. This show is so. Great, TK. That's debatable. But debatable. Apparently, 
I am not right. So anyways, like, comment, subscribe, hit the damn bell, share this show with somebody that you think might get some kind of value out of it. And don't forget we talk about stuff. We talk about stuff. But if yeah. you if you don't want to hear us talking about stuff and you have a very short attention span or an agenda and you just want to get to the meat and potatoes, TK. Ooh. You could go to the Real Estate Clips channel. You should because go to the Clips we channel. have served you steak and mash. All right, baby. That's yeah. what you're going to get over there. And it is going to be with the best silverware you ever had. So check out the Real Estate Clips channel. That's definitely... Uh, the bite-sized version of this show. But otherwise, stick around for the next little while and hear us rant about nonsense. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe. I'm double subscribed. Do it yourself. Didn't get to fix the show, though. Didn't get to fix the show. Please subscribe. And, well, hear us rant about nonsense. Talking about nonsense. I, I This morning, I got this email, TK, and it was weird. And I think yeah. it's a goof from, like, I don't know, maybe one of our fans, because I get a lot of emails. I get a lot of people from India who want to like do SEO for us all the time. And uh, I think Greg anyways, Brady last week really legitimized us. I don't know. I mean, it, was name. it really him? I didn't Greg's see a his big name. face. Greg's you a you big never name. know. Yeah. yeah. Greg legitimized us, he which, legitimized which is us. great because we needed to be legitimized. But I get this email from the uh, uh, like Justin Trudeau's assistant right at his mm. office and i was like they're like um can you can you kind of lay off of the prime minister a little bit because you know he's he doesn't appreciate it i was like the prime minister sees our show really has he Come not on. seen like, Paul Pol uh yeah. social media account what like why is he targeting he us busy with us for yeah anyway so i i I, I I didn't really believe it, obviously, because that's not really believable at all. So what did I do, TK? I, I told her to go fuck herself. And then she was like, okay, like, I'll prove it to you. Like, give me a link to the show. Okay. I was like, I'm not giving you a link to the show. I don't know who the hell you are. You're going to ruin my show. What do you mean a link? Like a link to watch the video or like, like a, a link, link to, to the join? Zoom channel to, jo to join the meeting? We can't have just anybody. I mean, not well, technically anybody. we had Don and Greg and... Pretty much anybody else who's asked to be on the show on but we can't just have anybody on the show well i didn't believe it this is the thing and this is the position i took so anyways i yeah. sent like a phone number to get on and we'll see what happens maybe one day yeah i don't know but uh i thought well, that was kind of weird but not. we're getting a, a reach tk could you imagine if the prime minister was watching this show that'd be pretty cool i mean he's a drama major maybe he likes the skits Maybe. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe I saw a really suspense. funny video where they played like a 20 year old version of him and he's in this like jean jacket, like cut off with short shorts and they're interviewing him and he's just like, yeah, you know, he's like my mom, you know, she's been great. And my parents, they raised me well and all that stuff. And da da da. da. Oh, I can't say that. And they're like, oh, that's very political. He's like, oh, I'm not getting into politics. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be a you know? teacher. Yeah. yeah. A lot of his stuff doesn't age well. Uh, most of his stuff. Doesn't like, I wonder age what well. our show will be like in 10 years when we look back and we're going to go. Oh yeah. Well, have uh, you? Did you watch? Go watch the first episode. Holy shit, is that bad? And man, do I look like a piece of shit? God, why? it's like I guess it's like what is it? Beginning of the pandemic. Like I probably didn't shave. My didn't get my hair cut. Didn't go outside. I was afraid of the world. Anyway, speaking of afraid of the world, it's scary out there. These headlines are nutty out there right now. Do you know what time it is, TK? What time is it? 
it's time for the news is scary oh no oh, oh no housing affordability at the worst level in 41 years canada's housing market faces great adjustment what will happen to the canadian housing market in 2024 Ontario sees bulk of home price drops. Canadian housing starts dive as higher rates bite. Canadian housing affordability second worst in history. Buyer's market with no buyers. We are living in a housing crisis. Canadian housing market expected to reach a tipping point in 2024. Housing affordability at worst levels in 41 years. Whoa, hey, ow. Ooh-wee. <laughs> That's some scary news out there, Dale. That is some that's, scary that's a lot of scary news. stuff out there. Holy Jesus. I mean, How do is, people navigate through this stuff, TK? I don't this understand. Is, this is the truth. This is the truth. I mean. The truth? This is the truth. This is the truth. This is like, I think a lot of real estate agents want to tell people right now, like, you know, it's a great time to buy. And, um, you know, because there's not a lot of buyers out there, uh, you know, it's an opportunity for people to be able to take advantage of that and find a desperate seller and to be able to get a really good deal. And, uh, you know, the interest rates are high right now, but they won't be high forever and that you're going to be able to. Yeah, um, lots of choices out you know, there right now. Get get uh, get the right price and then you can refinance later. And all of that is absolute truth what the hell are people doing it's a great yeah. opportunity out there great opportunity nobody's buying why nobody's is everybody buying. so like dim-witted about this you know it's like go there and make some offers lowball offers find a low seller who's motivated offers. yes lowballs yes come on but there's not that many motivated people like it's a but there's a shoot. few come on people are lighting their houses on fire people find are... somebody who's ready to sell and make an offer already i don't know people are just so like Buyers are always just follow the crowd. I 100%. I don't know when this is going to happen, but eventually buyers will all want to come back in and everyone's going to be buying at the same time again. And everyone's saying, man, that was a really great time to buy back in 2023 <laughs> or four. Well, hold that. on a sec. Aren't people waiting for the rate cuts that seem to be imminent now? But everybody's waiting for those rate cuts. So, But why buy now if like in a couple months it could be better time to buy now? Because even if prices well, don't what, go up, like, but if you get a really good deal today, go up when when rates go down, is that what you think? Well, regardless of what prices do, right now there's no buyers competing with you. You got to have this, you know, nice, gentle process of negotiations. Like there are no Holy investors bad. out there right now. Every investor bad. is focused on cap rate and all that kind of stuff, as if they're going to be buying in like Ohio and they're going to find some like seven or eight cap rate in Toronto. That ain't that ain't happening. Need yield. We need yield. Yield ain't happening. Yield. It's 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 over for you guys. You guys should have bought back in 1991 when that was happening. But right what's now it's not. So, but what's yeah. the play? What do you do? Who the hell in their right mind? Like I'm looking at buying cars, and I'm like, I keep hearing that it's like getting worse in the car market. Like I should wait because yeah, like why not wait? It well, cars are different because you're gonna have that fixed rate if you get financing, right? So it's a little bit different. Right? Yeah, but they're but, open loans. It's all a bunch of nonsense. I don't even know why why to even take a loan right now. The rates are so crazy with everything. It's always a way to always a way to justify it. I mean, if I saw a deal right now, I would buy it 100 percent Well, it used to be that like it made sense to finance a car in some way because like 
the money would be more valuable somewhere else and could get a better return. But now it's like mm -hmm. GIC or buy a car. Is it better to, it's not better to have the money in a GIC at 5% when you got to pay 9% on a car. There's a ton of, um, there's a ton of, uh, opportunities right now. Like there's a lot of investors right now who are looking for money and because liquidity is drying up, interest rates are higher. I'm getting offered like 15, 20% returns on all sorts of different stuff from people who have got a lot of assets, a lot of properties, a lot of different things, yeah. short term, six, 12 months, stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of opportunities. I'm charging way money. more than that for short term stuff. I had a guy call me yesterday. He says, uh, so-and-so told me, gave me your number. I was like, yeah. who, what the hell's going on? This guy yeah. wanted to borrow 10 grand from me to put down on a property, like up in God knows where Ontario. Yeah. And I was like, you don't have 10 grand to like tie up a property. Uh, like what are the chances that I'm seeing this back? I don't care what the interest rate is. This yeah, yeah, is yeah. not <laughs> worth it. This is so dumb. And yeah. that dick that gave you my number, tell him to go fuck himself like now. Yeah. But I think there's lots of lots of things to uh, to make money on right now. What's probably not a really good idea is to buy into Bitcoin. I'm at hockey the other day, and the guy in the change room is telling me, he's just like, oh, man, look at Bitcoin. It's going up again. And this guy's all about it. Bitcoin and again. And he was telling me, you know, like, uh, you know, if you buy, if you had bought at the bottom last uh, earlier this year, you know, you would have doubled your money and, and, and all that kind of stuff, right? And so immediately I get into the fear of missing out. Immediately I'm on my shake pay and I'm just like, how can I add more Bitcoin? How can I do all this kind of stuff? Now? I look at the prices, you know, and it's like where I bought last time, where it went down to, where it is now, why I want to get back in now. I'm just like, it's totally the emotional roller coaster of buyers with real estate. Nobody wants to buy when nobody else is buying. It's the exact same phenomenon, right? They, they know because I don't know Bitcoin, I don't understand the cycles. This guy knows Bitcoin, so he was always buying at the lows. I understand the real estate cycle, so I can see when the opportunities in real estate are there. And that's why it's like, you know, this is an opportunity for people. But I'm getting sucked into the, uh, the masses. You're getting sucked, sucked into the hype again. This is not on, the, on the first Bitcoin. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, didn't buy uh, it. Yeah, maybe this is the time it goes to 100,000. Who the hell knows? What about shrinkflation? You want to talk about some shrinkflation? Noticed it at the grocery store the other day. Did you see the video that was going around about the craft dinner that shrunk? The craft no. dinner went from 225 grams to 200 grams. Probably the price went up too. There was too much in that box, anyways. Too much in that box for half a person, right? Yeah. Now you need two boxes for two people. One is just not enough for two. It used to be like, I'm pretty sure if we look back in time. Family of four. 225 is probably like half of what it used to be. It probably used to be like 500 grams. It used to be yeah. big, long, tall packs full of macaroni. That Can't tasted. even finish it. I'll throw some chopped up hot dogs in there and call that Christmas dinner. You know what I mean? Yikes. That's uh, probably what a lot of people are going to have to do this year. But that sounds disgusting, actually. Really? Yeah. But uh, maybe come to think of it, maybe it's not so gross. It sounds kind of good. Tell me, TK, ketchup in your craft dinner or no ketchup? Uh, there was a time. There no! was a time. Oh, yep. God, that's so gross.
Oh, there was a time. Catch up on everything. Was it? There was a time. So many people do it. They actually made a craft inner box with ketchup in it, built Big into mistake. the cheese. Disgusting. Mistake. Yeah, it's not well, the same. TK, yeah. it doesn't look like our guest is gonna make it today. We're gonna right. have to. Bill, sayonara, Bill. Sorry, Bill. It was nice. We tried. Uh, we'll try nice to get you on next you. time, and uh, but you never know. Maybe you don't get another chance. We'll find out. We'll let you know. TK, did, you, did you hear about Young and Dundas Square? No, I didn't. I heard about uh, Grinkamadu Square. Yeah, Grinkamadu like Square is what yeah. it's called now. Look, Somehow you know they what? decided to call it Grinkamadu. At, at the end of the day, this is the environment we're living in. We're living in a world where everybody's easily offended and everybody needs to have their own say. Now, is you know slavery a good thing? No. Like, do I support anybody who ever Are supported you condoning slavery? Anybody who supported slavery in the past? No, I don't think any sensible person ever did. And I'm pretty sure when they were naming Dundas Street and Square and all the other Dundases, they weren't just like, "Hey, you know what? This guy did a really good job with slavery. Maybe we should name it after him." You know, but people, you know, were like, "He participated," and all of a sudden it now became a problem. So, do I care? about what the name of Dundas Square is, to be honest, no. And if they need to rename Roger Center three more times, people are still going to call it the Sky Dome. The Sky Dome. Do you but know you what I mean? Dundas so Dundas Square, Skrinkamadu. Okay or I'm okay with whatever Kofa. they decide to name it. What I'm not okay with, this yeah. is now a double Bill's standard. here. I think Bill made it. Bill, this are is, you there? This is... Yeah. What, yes, finally. Finally. Oh. Bill, Bill we're just talking about Dundas Square here, Bill, quickly, because yeah, Toronto's sorry. renaming okay. stuff. And so we renamed oh, okay. Ryerson University to the Toronto Met Metropolitan University. And we now did. they're talking about Dundas Station Dundas becoming Station. TMU Station. What the hell's it's going on? It's like a on? double renaming. This isn't realistic it, at all. This is not familiar. Who's making anybody. all these decisions? Are we? Why couldn't they just call it things? Ryerson Station and then Can we, we can 20 it? years from now change it to TMU Station just to make it more gradual. Anyways, Bill, welcome to the show. We've been waiting three hours for you. We're happy you got here though because <laughs> well basically Daryl and I have been talking about nothing so far. It's incredibly taxing. Well, uh, incredibly yeah, well, it's, taxing. It's, all, it's my fault because I'm a real techno dud when it comes to this kind of thing. Well, no is, arguments but... from us on that that one, Bill. But you know what? We are very happy to have you today. And uh, no, we had thanks. a call I'm in. We had a call in our a call in uh, guest last week, so we're kind of you know getting used to this now. So this is not mm. something that we're not used to. But yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, your group, Bill, for people who haven't uh, seen it before. Yeah, it's um, it's been around for a while. It's called the Metro Vancouver Housing Collapse Facebook group, and I also posted on Twitter. And uh, I began it on um, November 11th, uh, 2017. And uh, it was quite accurate up to up until COVID hit, you know, the COVID flood of liquidity. Uh, the market was correcting here in 2019. So I tell people, well, that's your baseline, you know, for, for prices. What we're seeing right now is um, COVID era froth being blown off. And, you know, <laughs> there's quite a lot being blown off at the moment. And so 2019 prices should be people's baseline, go from there. And I expect quite a quite a significant drop below 2019 prices that we saw here. So COVID threw off your, your model that you'd been working on for a while? Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. You didn't you know, foresee... I mean, when they dropped... 
You didn't foresee the cash, sort of the money supply uh, no. quadrupling no. In, in a couple of years in your model? No, no. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, Why not? I, wasn't that. No? I know. I wasn't clairvoyant enough. You You're know? not clairvoyant I mean, I wasn't, enough. I wasn't uh, the financial genius some other people claim to be. That's so. right. <laughs> like Daryl oh. and I. TK, but, uh, TK yeah. I just got word from our intern that yeah. Pierre... Not Pierre. Justin Trudeau is on the phone. Oh my is that god! Possible, Daryl. Come I on. I got an email this morning, Bill, and it was like, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was a goof, but uh, I don't know. That, apparently, doesn't, we're, Trudeau we're, doesn't we're, have we're time offending for that. Trudeau. Uh, hmm. This is kind of weird. Uh, hello, are are mm -hmm. you there? Who's uh, that? Uh, bon matin. Oh this is Justin. What? Whoa. No way. This isn't really Justin Trudeau. Hello? Yes. Uh, hello and good day, gentlemen. Wow. I wanted to come on the show and, and give my support. I love your show. It's the best and especially the most entertaining real estate show on the planet. But for God's sake, could you guys please take it easy on me and the rest of the wonderful Canadian Liberal Party? You guys are killing me. Justin, uh, uh, Mr. Prime Minister, uh, sorry, oh excuse God. me, Mr. Trudeau. Um, wow, this is such an honor. Uh, I don't even know how you have time to be able to call on our show, happen? but uh, this is amazing. I mean, I, I guess just on behalf of everybody in Canada, I mean, you know, you hear us talking about it every single week here, but people are frustrated right now. I mean, the housing policies and the way that uh, we've got more and more people living on the streets, um, we just don't have enough affordable housing. I mean, what what's going on? Mr. Prime Minister, uh, we're we're working to make life more affordable from coast to coast to coast, and we've taken action uh, at a provincial level as as well as a federal level to address grocery prices because we know they are too high, even mm -hmm. though places in the rest of the world are even worse than us. So don't forget about that. But I spoke. Uh, that with families in Mississauga this morning, and I told them we're committed to delivering results at the checkout counter. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Prime Minister, with all due respect, like our, 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 this is not the same country I grew up in anymore. Like people can't afford anything. I, I, I really question what you're doing at the helm of this country. Uh, like people want to leave now and like i feel like you're just destroying the country that i grew up in i i used to love listen i was a snowboard instructor i've been a bouncer in a nightclub i was a whitewater river guide for many years I worked as a teacher i make no apologies for a very varied set of life experiences you cannot let yourself be defined by the hopes that you will fulfill the darkest wishes of your opponents um, um, Mr. Prime Minister, we actually have a guest on our show right now. Um, you know, I'm not an expert in, in this field here. I'm just a lowly real estate agent. But uh, Bill actually operates a group out of Vancouver. And maybe, Bill, uh, you'd have some questions for um, Mr. Trudeau. Bill? Oh, I do. <laughs> if, if, that, if that is indeed the real Prime Minister, Sounds I would just say, good. oh, you've... Oh, I don't know. I think you're being hacked. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, he sounds. He, he yeah, I, I've got a few things to say. Yeah, he's let's been hear in power, he's, he's been in office since 2015, and he's done squat. 
Squad. This place, this uh, this housing bubble in Vancouver is worse now than it ever was back then. By a mile. And uh, oh yeah. So uh, no, this is going to be a big, big. Do you have a uh, Do you have a question here. for for Mr. Trudeau while we have him? <sighs> well, let me think. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, why is he continuing with all the optics about um, you know um, increasing housing supply when he knows darn well that uh, there's plenty of supply that is set to be unleashed when all the speculators start or or continue to head head for the exit? And they'll try. We and have we have created a society where individual rights and freedoms, uh, compassion and diversity uh, are core to our citizenship. But underlying that idea of Canada is the promise that we all have a chance to build a better life for ourselves and for our children. Um, Well, no one can argue with that. Is he even listening to the questions we're asking here? I I don't think so. I think he's having, I think Uh, he's putting me on. uh, Listen, Mr. Daryl Hot Dog Frankfurter, I'm a teacher. Whoa. It's how I define myself. <laughs> a, a good teacher isn't someone who gives the answers out to their kids, but is understanding of needs and challenges and gives tools to help other people succeed. That's the way I see myself. Uh, so whatever it is that I will do eventually after politics, it'll have to do a lot with teaching. Well, I was a teacher for 32 years. Yeah, I retired 11 years ago. Best thing I ever did. <laughs> Maybe you should run for prime minister. <laughs> I've, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> well, Maybe so, you yeah, guys no. could start a, bo- a podcast together. I think, <clears throat> you know, mm. Bill and, and Mr. Trudeau, I mean, I think the people out I'll there really... Him, I'll, I'll give them some teaching tips. Oh, sure. Oh, I know all about it. Yeah. No, uh, and I can give sure. you guys some real estate tips if you'd like. Yes, if you don't <laughs> mind. Like, can you give us a little bit of insider info? Any idea what's happening with uh, interest rates anytime soon? What do we call him? Your Honor, we, Your Majesty? Uh, we what do we are, sir? We are working together uh, <laughs> to step up and to do what's right for the fiscal responsibility and partnering with. Uh, climate change and because that is social policy and it is related to housing <laughs> but he asked okay. about interest rates so uh, mr mr <laughs> prime minister i don't think this is going are you anywhere? speaking directly are you speaking directly to tiff macklem about um lowering interest rates so that canadians like myself and and bill who is a teacher for 32 yeah. years can yeah. have a lower uh monthly household budget so that we can afford more groceries, more uh, clothes for our children, more vacations, more craft dinner to be able to, you know, get two boxes of craft dinner. Okay, this is just <laughs> crazy. But this is actually our country, TK. This is the crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. My blood's yeah. getting boiling. How about yours, Bill? This 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 well, guy's well, making me nuts here. Well, TK. This has Mr. been Prime Minister. Thanks Mr. for Prime calling Minister, in. I'm sure you're busy. We appreciate you uh, and your time. We hope that we can get you back on the show in the future. And um, okay. we'll have our PR team reach out Everyone. to your PR team if that's okay yeah. uh, to get you back on the show. Merci beaucoup. This is okay, <laughs> Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Holy yeah. T. 
TK, what Bill, Bill, I, I, you here? know what, Bill, I, I had no idea that yeah. that call was going to come in. Daryl just told me this morning that we had, that he got an email about it, but man, I'm glad that you were here to hear about it. We lost everybody, TK. That just blew Bill right <laughs> out of the water. Oh, bang, 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 bang. Wow. Wow. That's shocking. Yeah. That's shocking. These well, guys are trying their best though. They're even reaching out to podcasts now. TK, have you seen what they're doing with housing right now? Mr. Frazier, Mr. Trudeau, these yeah. guys are bringing on the wartime bungalows, baby. They 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 have what are they calling it? The wartime housing plan or some crap like that. Uh, wartime housing program. TK, who the hell are we at war? Do you know how many housing right programs there are? You know, we got so many program. bloody houses. Like this housing affordability program that Vancouver just got 115 million dollars for. Like they've got. I think it's like $4 billion, that accelerator fund, you know, that they had put aside back in 2020, 2019. And then it was like, all right, we're going to build some houses. And then no, no houses got built. And now they're like, well, I guess we better use this money. And so they're like giving municipalities sort of like the uh, path on how they're going to get the money. But it's like do X, Y, and Z. They're trying to, you know, basically control municipalities and get more houses built. But so far, there's been no houses built, Daryl. No, there's barely been any built. Right? And now this and what's brilliant plan, like check this yeah. out, TK. They're giving us like they did back in the day, like I guess catalogs of plans that you can just do right away. Buy off the shelf. Yeah. Like and the idea is to uh I guess reduce friction and time so that you don't need to hire an architect, which sucks for architects, I guess. Um and I guess you, you you reduce your planning time. But TK, they, they're, they're a bunch of rectangles, okay? There's there's nothing to them. And um, I don't even think that these are anything special. I mean, we do have bylaws that kind of dictate the rectangle that you are permitted to build on the property, like mm -hmm. already in place. You can build one of these already without them doing anything. Right. The problem is, is that people don't want to build what's permitted on their land. They want to build the biggest thing that they can possibly put on it so that they can sell it like our friend at the beginning of the show for as much money as possible. Now, yeah. if that guy just renovated that bungalow three years ago, TK, and flipped that thing for five point two million, imagine the difference in his life right now. Right. But instead, he has to contemplate other actions potentially or pray to God or whoever guy's, he prays that to. That guy's innocent. That guy's innocent. That something will tell. happen that will bail him out of the situation. I guess Bill's not calling back in. or I don't know what's it's going okay. on Bill's with gone. Bill. We, we appreciate Bill's time. but um, I wish we could get Bill back. But what I'm saying, TK, is this is another friggin' nothing burger from the higher ups pretending like they're going to do something about the housing crisis. But as our friends with laneway suites and garden suites can tell you already, like there is no one size fits all formula that with works on anything. I mean, mm -hmm. I even went, when I built my first house, my idea was that the second house, I would just use the plans from the first house, but it doesn't work like that because the lots aren't the same width. They're not the same depth. They're not the same elevation. They don't have trees in the same place. So all of these factors dictate what the hell you can actually do on a house. 
But to give us a bunch of rectangles that say, here, now you don't need an architect because this thing is already drawn for you. Technically, you can go in to the city with a hand-drawn sketch with dimensions on it, right? And a engineer stamp. And that's good enough to build one of these rectangles. Mm -hmm. So they're not doing anything. But I think that Again, everything counts. Yeah, everything counts. So every bit I'm, of nothing I'm a, counts. I'm an, I'm an optimist. I don't think we're going to be one. I'm going to be. We're not going to be stuck in this sort of like, you know, uh, trap where we don't have enough housing uh, for people to be able to live in. We're not going to be stuck in this sort of environment where you know we're always talking about how we need to build more houses. Eventually, they're going to figure out the formula, and the formula isn't going to be. Uh, you know, six-story buildings on major streets or laneway houses or garden suites or uh, removing HST on purpose-built rentals and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a combination of everything. We're just going to have... Combination of everything. All the, More like, time think about all the stuff that's just been introduced recently. So one of the big things right now, Daryl, is converting office buildings. And I want to go out there on the record to say how wrong you were about office conversions. What? what the hell are you talking about? Who's doing office conversions? Your 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 um your theory about the theory. you know the plumbing and uh, efficiencies and all that kind of stuff is being put to the to the test and we well, have more office there's a thousand buildings in Calgary that are uh, up for conversion which is the leading North American city right now for office conversions just because they they've had about ten years to start of like understand how much office buildings they need empty buildings there's a ton of cities that are in uh, the the U S as well that have already had a lot of plants put in and what this company's developed is they've developed an algorithm. So before what they would do is they would have to go and spend three to four months studying a building to figure out if it was even feasible, if the cost to convert it was even viable. Right. And so they now what they algorithm. did was they, figure, they figured out an algorithm to be able to plug into it so that they can get that information right away That's such so that bullshit. they can, so that they can determine whether or not the building is going to be feasible or not. TK, you don't need a fucking algorithm. You need the price of the building to be cheap enough to to warrant what you have to spend to make the conversion. But it's too much negativity, Daryl. It's too much negativity. I'm not being it's negative. One it's a layer. great idea. It's one layer into the housing solution. Okay. We'll be converting buildings that are 40, 50-year-old office buildings into rental buildings. And the cost of some of them, some of the office some buildings of that are work. selling are selling for less than land. Selling for less than land. Yeah, Listen, because you look at it and you go, geez, if I got to knock down that building to use the land, it's going to cost me money. And if I got to convert it, it's going to cost a hell of a lot of money, too. Maybe so more. Some of, so some of these buildings will be uh, sold at less than land value. Yeah. Right. And so if you remember, the one yeah. caveat to my negativity is that when prices come down enough, which means they got to be decimated because they got to come down a lot for it to make sense to do these. Well, Unless that's the value it for less than land. You got a lot of, well, not necessarily buying it. It, it, it could be you already own it. Ah, you already own it. You that's already own it. And now story. you're looking at vacancies. It's okay. You yeah. can be wrong about something, Daryl. It's okay. I can. Don't I can. Be, you can be wrong. It's okay. I definitely can. Office conversions will be another layer. Laneway suites, garden suites, office conversions, yeah. six-story buildings, six on, major buildings on major streets, uh, MTSAs, higher density, Greenbelt was on the list. It's no longer on the list. Greenbelt's the on list. the list. Gone. It's no longer part of the equation. Huh. Duplexes, triplexes. Under the bridges all over the place have come into tents, play. Tents, tents will cities. now be part of the, the solution. 
It's true, but though. The other layer to all this that we're not talking about today. Let them is, live in tents, TK. Is the um uh the foreign student uh, changes. Ooh, 40%. Right? Yes, you, you had to tell yeah. me this giggling while getting your haircut, which I didn't understand. Why is this so funny? It wasn't funny. It was just like it was the what I was reading at the time that uh, I was calling you. But anyways, oh. so what it is is basically TKs. the federal government is changing the um, minimum requirements for students to be able to have in order to be able to show here show that they've got enough funds for housing. It was about 10k before. Now it's about 20k. You have to have twenty k. Twenty thousand dollars is the is four times the national median income in 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 India. Whoa! So that's going to restrict our number one uh, foreign student application population. That's okay, isn't it? Right. Right. Well, look, what what does okay mean? For we don't who? want the students. We want the people that are going to work and dig holes and okay. put up okay. concrete and okay. frame well, shit. A, a lot of students are doing that, but anyways. they are. Yeah, oh. come on. Then what the government said Looks is like what we're going to do is burning houses down the students in we're the gonna, free time. That's we're where gonna, they're finding them. They go into these student housing houses with 18 kids and they go, hey, anybody want to burn a house down? Anyone today? know how to burn down a house? Yeah. But the, what the government's going to start doing is they're going to start actually, <laughs> this is what they said. We're actually going to verify that they've registered for a school. They weren't doing that before. No <laughs> verification. So. Come I, on. You I don't know, get it. you know, you and I looked into this. All right. I've I've actually looked into it, and it's, it's not that easy unless you're doing some huckster's things. I think there's it's some huckster like, stuff happening. There's a lot of huckster's stuff are going like, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to the ABC school of thought. All right, for sure. So this is these are all the changes, right? That people yeah. are going to have. So the number of applications has dropped down forty percent in the in Q3. We've got a lot That's less good. people, but not because of why what everyone thinks, not because of the government restrictions, not because of the beef that Canada and India has. Why? But because because people are living media? in tents under a bridge, Daryl. Yeah, Come on. Sure. Why These would guys, it make sense to come here? But let's actually think about this. So so somebody has to save up, what did you say, four times the average The median income, income in India. Yeah, so they need to save that up, which means they must have some money. And they're like, we're going to you know, send our kid for a better life and you know, see how that goes. And we're going to save up all of these all of our money for years and we're going to send them off to school in Canada because their tuition is, is five great. times right now. If you yeah. go and look up Toronto university of Toronto, domestic tuition, mm -hmm. 15,000, you go and look up international know, tuition, insane. 65 grand. Right. So, so, so what's, Who would ever what, pay what's having premium, yeah, but what's having 20, all needing 20 grand to get in gets you is a bunch yeah. of arsonists who need to do some work to yeah. make, some real money. They're going right? to steal some cars. Because they're going to ship them to Africa and burn down a few mansions. Do. And then they got their tuition. What are your choices now? If you're here and you have to go to school all day to, to actually get your education that you're here for. And I mean, okay, 20 grand disappears in how, how long, right? So what's having 20 grand doing? And you have to pay tuition of ridiculous sums. Like yeah. how do you make money? How do you do this? Well, here? you don't do it in Toronto. You go to another. Yeah, there's school. a bunch of them trying. But, okay, but the problem is, is like this is what I guess I don't understand. I'm naive. Why is it that there's not a better university education in the country that they're coming from, or another country that's cheaper, right? Mm -hmm. If they're just going to go to some like regular school, if you're going to like University of Toronto and Western and Waterloo and all these great places, then sure, that that education is going to you know be an investment. But like 
There's people who are moving to Cornwall yeah. or Peterborough so or whatever. Cornwall. And they're like, they're like, Cornwall's I'm nice. here for the Canadian education. Yeah. The you Canadian know? dream of education. And, and it's like, you're getting, empire. you're getting hosed. You're getting hosed. hosed. You know, you're, getting you're hosed. better off just to stay in your country and pay much less tuition and much mm. less rent, live at home with your parents, eat mom's food every single day, get your university degree, figure out if you're even going to use the university degree. I I don't know anybody. So I was very fortunate to have older siblings. And so I was able to look and they would be like, you know, all these great degrees and university programs. And then they they went into businesses or, or jobs that had nothing to do with those programs whatsoever. So by the time it got to me, after watching sure. four older siblings go through the same thing over and over again and some of them are much older so i got to see their whole career develop i was like oh i'm like so you know just getting a degree doesn't guarantee you a job in that field you know well it might guarantee you a job in the field but it doesn't guarantee that you're gonna want it right good, all these people point. get trapped in these jobs that they think that they want for some reason right so mm -hmm. that they can have the house in the city that they want to live in instead of the life that they want to live right this is the big issue is and i think even the younger generation is really having to make a serious decision right now is like what is important to me is the city i live in as important as the life i live Right. And I mean, I'm thinking about that all the time, especially coming back from that vacation. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm old and I'm going through a midlife crisis or something. But the reality is that it's fucking depressing here and it's not a good place to live anymore. And maybe it's the reference point and it's the anymore because a lot of people are like, this place is fucking the best place I've ever been. I love it here. The people are so great. It's so clean and blah, 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 blah. But my reference point is very different. And I see a decaying of this society and of the city. Of course, I see it getting bigger and better simultaneously. It's like this weird dualism that's going on here, right? And the effort that it takes to make it in the big cities now for some may not be worth it anymore right because mm. you gotta work your fucking ass off to get shit here right Big and time. to maintain it and keep it right you have to work your butt off or do some shady shit right because i mean is there a, is there a secret way to make a lot of money fast because real estate just disappeared i don't think that's gonna be the way like is flipping yeah. gonna be a thing anymore yeah, definitely not. It's a way to lose money fast. And, that, and more and more people will, will, will recognize that. I think one thing, too, that we don't talk about enough is just how different it is for somebody, a younger generation, to be able to make money. It's not the same. Like, we're all kind of hating on people right now because there's all these online ways to make money. And, so you know, we're like these kids are lazy and how they're, you know, just selling a course, you know, or they're on OnlyFans or they've got a podcast. How it's dare great. they? Right? Love it. But I'm I'm saying the that way. this is just the way to go. It's the and way. It's just, it's just there's so so when people are talking about this is part of why inflation is here is because there is a way easier way to make money today than ever before. But the people who are making money the old way are the ones complaining because they're saying I can't possibly increase my income because their mentality is from when they were a teenager or in their 20s. And now that they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s, they don't they're not willing to educate themselves on on improving 
their situation. And the people who are educating themselves, the people who are in their teens and 20s right now are going, wait a second here, listen, residual income, e-commerce, and my social media following, they're finding ways to make more money than ever. And that's why when they're looking at this world, and maybe they don't want to buy, maybe they don't want to do the same things, maybe they don't have the same goals that we want, but they're not looking at the world going, uh, making $100,000 is going to do more, anything more, for me. More. They're going like, how do I make like three, four million dollars a year? How do I create a business that's going to be able to, you know, set me up for life and then I'm going to have financial freedom? These are real things that people are thinking about today that I don't think they were as often before. I think I think you can make a pretty good living if you're willing to relocate and and have a much easier, calmer life if you do that lifestyle. But I mean, for a little bit while longer, people still need to do all the other jobs that aren't online. I mean, there's but I, still but I don't a think, lot. I don't think they need to relocate. That's what I'm trying to say. Is that we're looking at Toronto as like this like wasteland of you know service workers and and the elite. But there's people right now who are just like, okay, look, these are the rules of the game. This is the box I got to fit into. This is how much money I need to make to live in this big, huge city. They're going to find a way to do it. There's a ton of money out there. Ton. I was talking to a guy who does rental cars and he does, um, he buys cars. Yeah. yeah. I was looking Turo. at that last week. I was thinking about yeah. doing that. Right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what I was calling. And I was talking to him. Me and you always no have the same That's so ideas. funny. Let's do it. You want to buy so, a car? Yeah. Let's do it. Like, I'll do that with you. And then so, uh, you know, he's renting it out and he's like telling me about all the people. So he's like, OK, the really nice, like luxury stuff is all the young people. And like so then they're like, you know, smoking weed in the car and speeding and getting it repossessed by the police and all that oh, kind right. of like stupid things. Right. Oh, God. And so he's like, you got to be careful. He's like, you want to get more like luxury. So it's more business people. He kept mentioning real estate agents will rent it from you, real estate agents. And I'm like, yeah, OK. But anyways, like you're talking about. Before maybe they would three, have for four their videos. Yeah, right? Three, four days, three, four days of rental. And these guys are dropping like two grand to be able to borrow your car for a few days. And it pays off pay the for monthly all the gas. nut, right? It pays off yeah. the monthly nut if you rent it out for a few days. Right. And and like there's just a ton of people where like they're making money through their own social media, through their own rap videos, through their own, yeah. you know, networks, yeah. and that they're renting these really expensive vehicles out. And so the opportunity obviously becomes to buy the vehicles and then, you know, rent them out afterwards. It's the new Airbnb. New Airbnb. But there's a ton of, ton of, ton of other alternatives for people. Uh, there's an underworld of um, income streams that people just don't recognize. And it's because the people who are in charge are all older. And the younger people right. are looking at them going like, you guys don't know about this. You guys are idiots. But oh, but a lot of younger people get sucked into the old system, right? And get comfortable with the income. And it's hard to make that leap. Or like, you know, you see a lot of videos of people that are like, um, I work all day. I get home. I'm exhausted. I don't want to work out. I, I, I just want to chill. And then I got to go to sleep and I got to go do it again. Like, this is not really what I was envisioning with my life, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to start an online business and move to Puerto Rico. Right. Right. If that's where you want to be. But if you want to be here near your family and friends in the neighborhood that you grew up in, then you need to find an online business to start that you can stay here and live. Right. Because the opportunity is there. And I don't think that opportunity, opportunity is going anywhere, to be honest with you. There's going to be people, I believe that our, iron sharpens iron, People need to be put under pressure like a diamond in order to be able to be created. I think that this 
higher cost environment, this higher inflation environment. It's sad for the people who aren't going to change. It's sad for the people who are in fixed incomes. These people are going to get crushed over the next 20 years. You can just tell a lot of people. The, the environment that we're in, how this, this is not going anywhere, that we're going to continue to see higher and higher cost of livings. Inflation is just in the, the rate of increase. It's not going back down. Even if we go down to 1% inflation, it's still increasing from where we were a year ago, 1%. You know, cost of living is still higher now than ever before, and it's not going back down. It's right? not going back down. It's not going back down. And so the younger people now, they will be looking at their life and they're saying, okay, how am I going to pay for the life that I want? How am I going to be able to find a way to be able to pay for this? And I think that that's what creates good entrepreneurs and that's what creates good businesses. And that puts the hustle in everybody's step. Maybe, maybe it means go to school and become a professional. Maybe if that's what you're supposed to be, great. You know, but it's going to put that there because you're going to say, I can't just go and do what my mom did. I can't just go and do do the job that my dad did. That's not going to be enough. I need to have something more in order to be able to have the same lifestyle that I'm used to. And that's going to fire people up. And then there's going to be a whole bunch of people sleeping on the streets. A whole <laughs> there's going to be a bunch of people, people buying tents. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like again, I'm not like what saying this is a good thing. Winter? I'm just saying that this is reality as far as where the world is going. And it's like, it's either you accept it or you, you know, fight it and you'll find out the hard way. I'm getting, I'm seeing a lot of posts on uh, Facebook from people I know who are like struggling and they're like, they're like talking about it openly. Like, you know, I've had, you know, they're like, this is how much money I make. This is, you know, how I support my kids. I got, you know, maybe child support or I get child support or, you know, they're really laying it on the line, all their, all their uh, finances. And they're like, I need help. Like I need like, can anyone give me a side job and I'll help you move or I'll help you paint or like, they're really like desperate in those type of ways. And like, this is the reality of, of, of how the world is. There was a couple there that was in the um, condo. Right. And then the guy started to have to work two jobs. Did you see that article? Right. Yeah, so he's, yeah. he's, he's got to start working 75 hours a week in order to be able to pay his bills. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't work 75 hours a week? Do you know week? what it was? Do you know what it was like? So first of all, our affordability index right now is is super low or high. Unaffordability is high. Affordability is uh, very low. When you were looking at like where we uh, are, go from, we're back to where we were in the early 90s when, when interest rates were high and then prices were still coming down. But we're still not at the point in the early 80s when uh, interest rates spiked, right? When all of a sudden people, you hear those 18, 20, 21%. Yeah, yeah. So we're at 55% of our um, uh, household income right now going, going towards our, our um, uh, mortgage payments. But back then it was even higher than that. It was even higher than 55%. Yeah. Right? So what's the point? Like we're going to get through it is your point. Don't worry. We're going to get point, through it. The point, the point is some people won't get through it. Some people are some not people getting won't get through this. it. They're going to get screwed out of this and they're going to come out with a with a life lesson. There's yeah. other people who are going to be born in this. Like remember Bane and Batman? Mm -hmm. Right? Bane. He was born in the dark, you know? Mm -hmm. he, mm -hmm. he breathes that stuff. He's That's good. It's a that's good, natural for him. Good time to start your real estate career now. I think so. I think it's a good time to be becoming an investor. I think it's a good time mm -hmm. to understand money, to be able to learn how to manage your money better. All those things to me are all very like positive things because I know me and you talking on this show and any decisions that I make in my daily life aren't going to change the environment. Mm -hmm. It's not going to change anything. Nobody's listening. We got Trudeau calling in our show and that's still not going to change anything. 
Not going right? to change anything. TK, so, we're making a change right now as we All see. we can do is you change yourself and your habits and your spending and your education and your skill sets. And you do the things that you need to do in order to be able to adapt to the environment that we are in today. But for most of us, that's very hard to do. But for somebody yeah. who's like 16, 18, 20, right? This is amazing environment because we were spoon fed yeah. at that age. We were spoon fed. It did seem like uh, much easier. Like you just had to follow a recipe and success was yours. It, yeah. it didn't get take much thinking. Get a job. Want a yeah, get, get your a loan. Car. Yeah. Want a house? No problem. Pick 5% down. Yeah. Any house you want. You got 5% any house you want. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It doesn't happen it's not even like the that. pricing. It's like the purchasing power is the, the problem, right? Yeah. Prices are all relative to the purchasing power, but the 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 wages are just so fucking low. It's insane. And when you ask somebody what they make and they tell you a hundred grand and you scoff at them for being broke, this is a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous Do you need help? place. Yeah. A hundred grand. Are, have you heard of Tent City? <clears throat> well, we used to look at the sunshine list, right? The sunshine list is government employees who make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. We used to shame them. We'd say, yeah. we're going to make sure that everyone knows who you are just to keep you like really the sunshine list at 100 it should be increased the sunshine list i think should be 200,000 mm -hmm. well, right sure well maybe it has yeah, i don't even know but it, it was 100 grand for a long time if it's even out there anymore there'd be too many people on that list it'd be everybody i mean how can you no but really i mean i don't understand if you live in toronto how do you live on 60 grand where do you live what are you eating yeah what are you driving? Like, how are you getting around? Like, what kind of a life are you living off 60 grand? You, you 60 set it up grand. a long time ago. You, you paid off your mortgage or you're in a rent that you got 15 years ago. You know? You're fucked. It's basically, it. if you're starting out now, like, I don't know what you're doing. What are you renting? Like, you need somebody else. You can't be on your own. Like, yeah. I, I don't think. You, you can't live in Toronto. So you're like commuting with what? No, like there's bike? lots of people, Daryl. There's lots of people. The median income is lower than that. The median <laughs> in Toronto. Is, I yeah. don't understand how it works, TK. Like, you, if you want to eat because food, they're they're living in a nine hundred dollar a month two bedroom that they started renting back how in much? 95. 95. But what if yeah. you're young now? What if you're young and you need if a you're place young, to live? You are not. You're, you're not. You're not doing what what you and I did when we were young because oh, we're not so young what anymore. Do you do it. But even renting a place is not an option. TK, it's very, very scary. So my little sister is looking to rent a place. Yes. Now she's a university graduate. She's got like a, a a small job and she's trying to, you know, go into the next part of her education. Okay. And so she wants to rent her own place because she did it with roommates. It wasn't all that exciting. And no. so now she wants to get her own place. So, and I support her. And, you know, I think no matter what she wants to do, whatever she puts her mind to, she's going to do it. But, you know, she's going to be looking at paying two grand a month to rent. And she doesn't make even two grand. Where the hell is she going to live? You can't live gonna, anywhere for two grand. She's going to find a place that's two grand a month. Well, and the average, the average, the average uh, one bedroom in Toronto just got to twenty six hundred. The average two bedroom is thirty four. Mm -hmm. So she's mm -hmm. going to be in a bachelor. <laughs> You know, and a bachelor, like, yeah, with no dishwasher, with no, maybe it's gonna no be air decent. conditioning. It's going to be decent in an older building. 2000 bucks. 2000 bucks a month. So bottom line is what I'm trying to say is that if there's a will, there's a way. And so there's people are going to find a, a, a way. way to be able to make it work because that's what's worth it to them. And if they got to spend 60% of their income on yeah. their rent, 
yeah. and just, you know, get by until they, you know, get a, a better job and, and a better career and all that kind of stuff, or they can get some OSAP money or they can whatever, then they'll decide to change their lifestyle. But in the meantime, yeah, more, just like it was in the 80s, people will be spending more of their income towards their housing now than uh, five years ago. And we just have to accept that. I am, just you are, we all, like, there's nobody that. immune from this. Even if you have no mortgage, you know, there's still going to be higher costs to run your home. Uh, all he ever posted on his social media about a, a farm a that has $6,000 monthly carbon tax uh, 16000 a month for the farmer. You saw that? Yeah, yeah, right? So, like, everybody's got more money going out right now. This is just the world that we're living in, right? I, I, I want to have guys build a bunker in my basement, TK. And as like, much as Trudeau is a fan of the show and, a lot of and money. you know, Pierre's got a great social media campaign, neither one of those guys can fix the problem that we have. Neither one of those guys can or is willing to do what it takes. Neither one of them might include knows how or is able to or is willing to try. Hmm. They're just it's all There's politics. Ways. It's all There's politics. Ways. It's all just keeping keeping, you know, your position and, and your seat at the end of the day. We fix it ourselves. The market fix it ourselves. More opportunities will come. Buyers will determine what is the right price to pay. Tenants will determine what the right price is to pay. Foreign students will determine what country they want to travel to to um, get an education, right? And that's and we'll see those applications drop off, and we'll see the rental market decrease. Rental prices decrease from October to November. We're trending down. Sale prices are, trend, are trending down. Okay. Fixed interest rates are trending down. Right. And now they're yeah. saying rate cuts all over the place. What they're talking craziness. rate cuts, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. Everybody's talking rate cuts. Like everybody, even like the guys that are like at the top of the food chain as well respected, you know, up there's in the in the in the mm. space. They're even talking rate cuts now. But Did nobody you see Mark Morris's everybody... uh Peter Schiff uh Yeah, what the I sent him an email like what the fuck, bro? How'd yeah. you get Peter Schiff on your show? Yeah crazy Watch that. yeah yeah, yeah it was good. he made a special present for one of our one of our special holiday episodes very excited Great. tk awesome tk i don't even know how long this episode is but what i do but know is cut out as much as possible editing nightmare so <laughs> we're gonna stop this cut out now. as much as you possibly can guys we appreciate you hopefully you enjoyed the show today like comment and subscribe check out our clips channel don't forget guys we talk about real estate today did we talk about real estate? And what, are we, what am I about what to happened? tell them? Clips don't forget. Channel, don't forget to say hello to Dawn, maybe. No, Double but subscribe. Definitely comment, and we'll respond to your comment. And we appreciate it. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Do something. Go to the podcast platforms: Apple, oh. Spotify, the other ones. Go and check out comment. our show there. You don't have to be on YouTube all the time. Give us a review. Maybe watch it on there sometimes instead of listening to it on YouTube. You know, help a brother out. That. Yeah, because yeah, we're pretty like you know focused on YouTube, but definitely we're on those platforms as well too. Thanks, guys.